On today's Winning Cures Everything, we got a lot of news to talk about. ACC expansion, CFP growing momentum to change the format, uh, Nick Saban not releasing a death chart, Arizona State Bowl ban. I'm going to talk about the hottest seat coaches that need a win in week one. Uh, we're going to talk about who is the most unlikely win for week zero. And a whole lot more. So let's go on and get to it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Listening to Winning Cures Everything. Game day, baby. Wake up or get out. Here's your host, a confident young man, a superb athlete, Gary Seegers. All right, welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. It is the Monday, August 28th edition of the show. Uh, lots of news to get into today. Let me go on and start off by asking uh, go ahead and like the video. Make sure you are subscribed to the channel. Of course, uh, the goal is 10,000. 10,000 subscribers. We're at uh, almost 8,800 at this point. So if you can get us up to 10K, uh, that is the next milestone that I personally would like to hit. Uh, If you didn't check out the recap show with Matt, uh, go ahead and check that out. That was on Sunday. Uh, The audio issue should be fixed by next Sunday. We hope. I think we figured it out. We've got a new streaming platform that we're using it's kind of a mess, but we would appreciate it if you would go ahead and check that out. Uh, check out the BetUS College Football Show every Tuesday and Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Myself, Parker, and Kyle will be back this week. Last week, not great results, but that's okay. We are getting back on the wagon, uh, and I figured out some things with my numbers, so I've got uh, I got a few more picks that I'm going to give out in the next couple of days. So Tuesday, Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, you can click the link in the description for that Along with that, make sure and be here on Thursday. Three Dog Thursday will be coming at you again with myself and TJ Reeves. Uh, Had a good crowd for it last go-round. Looking forward to that as well. Uh, If you want to see my numbers, you can check it out at buymeabeer.com slash winningcures. I'm going to post those, and after this week, I'm going to be posting a lot more uh, stats, graphs, give you some ideas on success rate, all that kind of stuff. So uh, a lot of information coming to you over at buymeabeer.com slash winningcures. There is a link in the description for that as well. Uh, if you want to see my plays when I make them, you can also follow me on Telegram, t.me slash GaryWCE. That's where you can subscribe. I have set it up. Uh, not a lot of uh, responses and whatnot on there. I'm going to set it up to where, basically, I just tell you what I'm doing. So if you want to know what I'm up to, that's where you can do it. So check out the Telegram. 
And of course, you can follow me on the socials, Instagram, TikTok. I am at GaryWCE. For whatever reason, I have heard no response from Twitter. So we're moving ahead. We got a football season that we got to tackle. So uh, lots, lots going on in that world. Uh, And of course, a reminder, my wife is super pregnant. I have no idea when this baby's coming. The due date is September 9th. We'll see. So if I miss a couple of days here and there, that's why. We got a new one at the house. So not here yet, but it is what it is. The five-year-old keeps me busy enough. I can't imagine what it's going to be like with a newborn. We shall see. We shall see. All right. Topic number one for today. ACC expansion. That's right. Looks like this is actually going to happen. Ross Dellinger, Pete Thamel, all of them are reporting that momentum is headed in that direction. Cal, Stanford, and SMU heading to the ACC. Uh, They have a call scheduled for tonight. Now, typically, they wouldn't have these calls scheduled. They wouldn't have done another one of these if they didn't think they had the votes. They need to have uh, everybody except for two, right? The most votes that they can have for no is two. I would imagine Clemson and Florida State both going to say no. So you need to have North Carolina, Miami, and NC State all on board to add Stanford, Cal, and SMU. Uh, It looks like ESPN is going to add $55 million annually to the ACC. Uh, That's going to be shared out via an incentive pool. And this is per Ross Dellinger from last week. But the case remains the same today. It looks like that is what they're going to do. All of these teams have said basically, yeah, we don't have to have a lot of money. We just want to be involved. Okay. Like, I I guess this makes sense. Uh, At this point, it would completely dissolve the Pac-12, from what I understand. I think Oregon State and Washington State can keep the name. Uh, form some kind of a Mountain West merger. That way they can still collect all of the NCAA tournament revenue, etc. for this past season. But, yeah, this is wild. I just, I said it last week. I don't, what sense does it make? I'll say it again. I think that we're headed to where we're going to have one big league for the major college football brands, Alabama, Ohio State, Notre Dame, da-da-da-da-da. And then everything else will go back to normal. It'll all be regional again. So the Pac-12, while it's gone right now, give it about 10 years. It'll be back. Like It's, it's insane. Absolutely insane. But it is what it is. Uh, speaking of forward progress, the college football playoff, there is growing momentum per Ross Dellinger uh, that they are going to shift from a 6 plus 6 format, that is six auto bids and six wild cards, or, or six, uh, whatever you want to call it, best available, to five automatic bids and seven wild cards or best available, whatever. Uh, okay, this makes sense, I guess. We, we knew it was going to eventually be like this. I don't think that they are going to move to uh, all 12 best teams, right? It's not going to happen like that because when you move to something like this, You don't want to deal with antitrust litigation. You don't want to deal with lawsuits, all that kind of stuff. So you're going to have to include the smaller teams, right? Like you're going to have to include the G5 in this somehow, some way. You can't just pay them a little bit of money uh, off of whatever the TV contract is and not let them compete, right? You're going to deal with this stuff down the road. Might as well, while this thing is still set, go ahead and let the G5s play. 
Uh, but they didn't want to let two of them play. So now we're moving to five plus seven instead of six plus six. It, we knew it was going to happen. I mean, when the Pac-12 dissolved, it, there was no reason to keep six plus six. Although I thought it would have been great to get a Sunbelt champ and an AAC champ in there. Sunbelt champ and a Mountain West champ, you know. But that's not the way that they wanted to do this. So, okay. Like, we, I get it. Uh, this is all about money. This is all about prestige. This is all about whatever. Uh, I think it's kind of ridiculous, personally. But it is what it is. Uh, moving along. Nick Saban announced this, well, this morning, this Monday, that he is not going to release a depth chart. This is the first time in 17 seasons that he has not done that, leading into a ball game. And, of course, the typical Twitter chatter is always, you know, he's scared to put out his quarterbacks or whatever. I don't think this has anything to do with quarterbacks. No, I don't know that he knows who is going to uh, actually start for him at quarterback. I'd imagine it's going to be Jalen Milrow, as as much hype as he's given him. But I, I think this could be wide receiver and defensive line. Who knows what you got at those positions right now? I think uh, Ja'Cory Brooks is good, the wide receiver. I think you got some good dudes on the defensive line. Other than that, I think it's all kind of a grab bag. I think you've got a lot of good players. Saban wants to continue the competition through this week. Okay, I get it. I get it. So other coaches have done this. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern, notorious for it. Michigan, for the longest time, wouldn't release uh, a depth chart or I mean, hell, there were there was one year where they wouldn't even release a roster, but uh, but yeah, I I can understand this. Do I think that we're gonna have this situation for long? No. Eventually, we're gonna move to the Big Ten. Just signed a contract uh, with a and I forget the name of the company. I probably should have done more research on this to be honest. Uh, but they signed a contract where they're going to have to release information on Saturday mornings, like before games. the The morning of games, they're gonna have to release injury charts, and all that kind of stuff to let people know what's happening in the games. You're going to get the same thing in the SEC eventually. Uh, somebody's going to pay a lot of money, and they'll have to do this. And guys like Nick Saban it may not even be around by the time that gets done. But I see why he's doing this right now. Uh, it's just weird that he's never done it, and now he's going to do it. right? But I don't think it has to do with quarterbacks. So, Arizona State... Arizona State has implemented a bowl ban for this season. They announced it on Saturday. So during week zero, all that mess that was going on, uh, okay, they have said that they just they decided they're going to go ahead and implement a bowl ban, get ahead of the NCAA on this one. I think it's ridiculous. Uh, the goal for the players at Arizona State was to make a bowl game. That's what they wanted to do in their first year. I don't think the coach agrees with this. Obviously, the players don't agree with this. Why? There are so many questions with this. If Arizona State is admitting that they were guilty of something, why on earth did they just buy out Herm Edwards and not try and fire him for cause? That doesn't make any sense. And then you're going to turn around and self-impose a bowl ban, even though... They have shown, the NCAA has shown that they are not going to implement bowl bans going forward. They're doing their best to not punish current athletes 
for the sins of former coaches. So why would you do this? It, it makes no sense. I don't think it's going to affect anything. Uh, we'll see. I hate it for those players. Absolutely hate it. Uh, but you do go into the season if you're Kenny Dillingham, the uh, the new head coach, and you just get to let it fly. None of it matters. Just uh, You're trying to win games, obviously, but uh, he's got a clause in his contract that if they were to get some kind of NCAA punishment, whatever, he gets an extra year added to his contract. So his five-year yield, uh, five-year deal probably looks like it's going to be a six-year deal now. So this first year means absolutely nothing. I mean, legit year zero for Arizona State. So uh, who knows what to expect from that team. Uh, if they were playing somebody with a, a heartbeat in week one, I I would probably bet against them because that just seems like something that it would take a little while to get away from. Uh, they do have to play eh, Oklahoma State in uh, in week two. I think that's right. So we'll see. Arizona State, this is great radio. I know it is. But uh, but I want to double-check it because that might be something to look forward to as far as gambling is concerned for next week. Yeah, Oklahoma State. They host Oklahoma State in week two. Uh, then Fresno State in week three. Like I, I, I have to wonder how long it's going to take them to get over this. Uh, along with that, we'll move along. A few more things to hit on. All right. Jim Harbaugh opened his Monday press conference by talking for six straight minutes about how he supports revenue sharing for athletes. He's done this before. He talked about it in 2020. He talked about it in 2022 at Big Ten Media Days. He has done this plenty of times. But for him to do this so open and brazenly, or brazenly, excuse me, uh, this seems like a guy that knows that this may be his last year, right? He did say that his uh, three-game suspension was like a baseball cap or a baseball bat to the kneecaps, uh, which might be stretching it a little far. Obviously, he wants to coach. He's a competitor. I get it. But, man, uh, coming out saying all this kind of stuff just seems like somebody that's like, yeah, I'm going to speak up on this, et cetera, because I may not get another chance to, right? I think if, he, if Michigan has another good year, I have to imagine this is the year that he ends up going to the NFL. Just just guessing. But that's what it came off to me as. Hey, I want to get out as much stuff as humanly possible. I'm going to talk about whatever I feel like talking about, and that's going to be it. But six straight minutes of this. And I don't disagree with him. I understand where he's coming from. He basically said that you can't continue to pull in hundreds of millions of dollars and not share it with these student-athletes and still say that you are supporting diversity and inclusion and all this. And I don't disagree with him. However, uh, it's week one. Like, what are we... uh, We're supposed to be talking about football. But I guess all the lines are blurred right now, and it is, you know... I've said it a thousand times today. It is what it is. You guys know. You guys know. All right, let's talk about some of the other stuff. Uh, Utah's Kyle Whittingham. He will not talk about Cam Rising or Brent Keithy's uh, statuses for the Florida game. Uh, Florida also, all the stuff that's going on with the hurricane that could be hitting, which, by the way, prayers to everybody in the path of Idalia. It's uh, it's strengthening. I think this thing could hit a Cat 5. Uh, it's going to be rough. But they are moving 
out of Gainesville, and Florida is prepping in Dallas this week uh, before they head over to Salt Lake City on Thursday night. So, uh, going to be interesting. I don't know whether Cam Rising is going to play or not. I, I think he's, I mean, he was listed as the starter, so I'm going to go with yes, but you never know with these things, right? Uh, UCLA named Ethan Garbers as the starter for week one against Coastal Carolina. However, Chip Kelly did come out and say uh, Dante Moore and Colin Schley are both going to play in that game. So we'll get to see basically everybody, I think. Uh, that spread's only 14 and a half. So I don't know that I would say for sure that all three are going to play, but you've got to make sure you get the right one. That's for sure, because uh, you know... Grayson Call on the other side is going to be slinging the ball. So we'll see. Lane Kiffin, he, uh, he came out and said that Zachary Franklin is still not practicing. Of course, the UTSA wide receiver transfer. Uh, he's got a knee injury, and he is still not practicing. So don't look for him in week one, and maybe don't look for him in week two. If he's still not practicing right now, he may not be on the field when they head to Tulane next weekend. So just something to pay attention to. Also, uh, Darius Rucker. Darius Rucker, Laney Wilson, and the Cadillac Three. Those are the voices for the new ESPN College Game Day coming to your city. I thought they were changing the song. No, they're just changing who does the song. So Darius Rucker, Laney Wilson, and the Cadillac Three are going to be your new voices for ESPN's College Game Day. Uh, interesting. Interesting. And on the other side, we got the... Most unlikely wins from week zero. I think the uh, winner of that is going to surprise you. And uh, I've got the hottest seat coaches that need a win in week one. Let's check out some things you should know about. Every Tuesday and Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, expert game analysis only on the BetUS TV College football channel. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or whatever's your favorite podcast app. And if your app allows it, leave a five-star written review. Visit the Winning Cures Everything web store to get all kinds of football shirts, hats, hoodies, mugs, and more. Visit winningcureseverything.com slash store to see what all we've added. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And now, back to the show. All right, just a reminder, go ahead and click that like button for me, if you would, so kindly, and subscribe to the channel. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you. Uh, but also, go over to YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Uh, again, buymeabeer.com slash winningcures, t.me slash garywce, those are the two spots, and I'm on Instagram and TikTok. 
Don't forget about Thursday, Three Dog Thursday, and the Bet U.S. College Football Show, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Y'all know how it is. Y'all know how it is. All right. The most unlikely wins from week one. What this is, or excuse me, from week zero. Uh, what this is, is basically the post-game win expectancy. What teams won the game with a less than 50% post-game win expectancy? And we'll start off with one that's, this isn't the, the most unlikely. Jacksonville State, they got the win against UTEP, 17-14. to 14. They had a 40.8% post-game win expectancy in that game. And if you looked at the stats, you could kind of understand it, right? There were some things that absolutely had to go Jacksonville State's way for them to get that win. But they were at home, and it worked out. It definitely worked out. The other one I think is going to surprise you, the most unlikely win from Week 0, is Vandy. That's right. 35 to 28 winners over Hawaii in week zero at home. Hawaii had over an 80% post game win expectancy. Vandy, 18.1% post game win expectancy, and they won the game. Now, when you go back and look at it, I mean, Vanderbilt was up 35 to 14 uh, late in that ballgame. They had to avoid an onside kick recovery from Hawaii, they had to avoid. Uh, two fourth and goal situations from Hawaii, but they were up by three touchdowns, and yet they still had a less than twenty percent post game win expectancy. They weren't great. Even Clark Lee has come out today in his press conference and talked about how that offensive line uh, was not pretty. I think was the words he used. Their offensive line play was not great. So Vandy got some things to work on, uh, but Hawaii a little bit impressive. And that line in that Hawaii Stanford game, I mean that thing dropped down to three. Uh, at, at certain points today, it's back up to three and a half now. Stanford's only favored by a little more than a field goal, but that thing was at eight or nine, I believe, earlier in the offseason. So we shall see what happens with that. Uh, the hottest seat coaches that need a win in week one. Now, I would have started off with Cal's Justin Wilcox here, but I don't think Cal is making a change anytime soon. All the uncertainty that's going on at that university. I do not envision them making any kind of changes. So my next on the list, I think Billy Napier could do himself a lot of favors if he were to somehow get a win over Utah on Thursday night in Salt Lake City. It doesn't matter whether or not Utah's starting quarterback plays. It doesn't matter who plays or how you get the win. But if you get a win, that's going to go a long way. So I would highly recommend that they find a way to get that W. So that would that would help Billy Napier in Gainesville quite a bit in year two there. The next one on my list, Jeff Halfley. Now, Boston College is favored by nine and a half points over Northern Illinois. They are expected to win the game. I expect them to win the game. My numbers have it closer to 12. But I'm I'm curious about this. Boston College, you don't think that they're going to make a change but man last year was dreadful and they just appear to be headed in the wrong direction right everybody loved Jeff Halfley the first you know year or two that he was there and as it has gone on it's been a downward trend and I don't know uh, what to I don't know what to make of it so I think Halfley would do himself some favors by not losing to somebody that he is supposed to beat this weekend now look Rocky, the quarterback uh, for Northern Illinois, like they tend to play really well with him. We'll see. 
we'll see. I, I don't have a lot of faith in Northern Illinois this year, but uh, but they have surprised me before. We'll say that. Next on my list, Dana Holgerson. Houston hosts UTSA this week, and they are now underdogs at home to a team that just moved from Conference USA up to the AAC. I think it would be in Dana Holgerson's best interest to get a win in a non-conference game against another team from in the state. Right? I I understand the buyout. I understand all of this. But I, I think Houston and the powers that be, certainly for Tita, would not be very happy with losing a home game to UTSA. Just a guess. So, Dana, you might want to get this one done. Greg Schiano at Rutgers. They have been through multiple offensive coordinators, and I do mean multiple. There's been a lot. Uh, they played Northwestern, who has an interim coach, David Braun. Of course, they fired Pat Fitzgerald back in July. This is one of those that if you are Rutgers, you're at home, you're favored by six and a half, you should win the game. Now, you don't have to necessarily cover But you should definitely win this one. You're not going to get Northwestern at a better position. So if you want to continue building things at Rutgers, this would be one that you need to get. And finally, the last one on the list, Mario Cristobal. Could you imagine what it would be like after a 5-7 and year taking over at your alma mater? No, I don't think they're going to buy him out. He is a, a prodigal son. He came back, right? He left Oregon. He comes back, massive guaranteed contract. They're not going to buy him out. He's going to be fine. But could you imagine the fan base if they were to come out and lose in week one to Miami of Ohio, especially after Brett Gabbert, the quarterback at Miami of Ohio, started talking trash? I mean, that's going to be wild. Absolutely wild. So I'm, I'm curious about that. I think that Miami might, might smush them. And that Miami, Florida, of course. But we'll see. That's one of those where if they play bad, they can get beat. Chuck Martin's a good coach. So pay attention to that one. All right, uh, last thing on the docket here. I, I always do where is college game day going next week. We already know where college game day is going for week two. College game day is going to go to Alabama versus Texas. That one's in Tuscaloosa. ESPN has the game. It's a massive, massive matchup especially two two brand names it's going to be huge uh so that one's easy i mean texas at alabama that one's easy and so uh with that said we're gonna go and get out of here shorter show i always like those and i certainly appreciate you guys for being here like the video subscribe to the channel all that good stuff of course telegram t.me slash gary wce and of course you can get my stats and whatnot over at buymeabeer.com slash winning cures. Go ahead and check those two things out. Three Dog Thursday is on Thursday. Bet US College Football Show, Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Go ahead and check out both of those. Subscribe to those uh, channels as well. Uh, With that said, oh, subscribe to the podcast. Tomorrow's show uh, should be podcast only. I might put it on YouTube. We'll see. Um, Lots of stuff changing around here. Lots of stuff changing. We got to figure out how to push this thing forward. Uh, But I appreciate you guys being along for the ride. With that said, let's uh, let's get out of here. Uh, oh, go to winningcureseverything.com, subscribe to the podcast, all that good stuff. All right, now, finally, with that said, take care of yourself, take care of each other, God bless college football, and hopefully all of your tickets cash 
this week. Thanks for listening to Winning Cures Everything. Make sure and follow me on Twitter at GaryWCE. If you want to toss in a question, you can email me, Gary at winningcureseverything.com. Make sure and hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.